podcast by Agile Coaching Roundtable ACRT. This is a conversational and interview-based podcast channel where we interview agile practitioners, trainers, and coaches that share their experience, wisdom, and insights regarding all things agile. Hi, I'm Ramya Shastri. I'm Vivek Kuntoji. We, we are your host for the podcast by ACRT. So let's begin. If you are a scrum master or an agile coach and would like to improve your facilitation skills and learn effective ways of conducting retrospective then you would love this episode If you are listening to our podcast for the first time or have not yet subscribed to our podcast channel hit the follow button on your podcast streaming app now and give us the rating Also, if you wish to contribute to Agile community, share this episode with your friends and colleagues as well. For our ninth episode, we have Philip Marshall as our guest today. Philip is an Agile coach, trainer, founder of Agile Collaboration, and a storyteller who inspires creativity, motivates teams and enterprises, and teaches people how to work together with collaborative storytelling. So without much ado let's get started uh, welcome to the podcast by agile coaching round table uh, we are really happy to have you on our show thank you for joining us today i am very very excited to be here thank you so much for inviting me i'm, I'm looking forward to the conversation we have okay philip to start with uh we would like to talk uh, about the important topic uh, retrospective uh, would you like to share uh, with with the listeners why is it required uh, basically its importance uh, how what do you you know relate to when we talk about retrospective basically well i i got the i got into agile about 3 years ago and i came from a traditional project management uh, background i did live with us for a very long time um coming in everything in scrum and agile has kind of a like direct correlations from the outside like a, a sprint planning meeting is you know we there are planning meetings and other projects there are you know or, or products various things like that there are reviews where you sit down you know kind of measure your progress there's always like kind of one to one uh correlation except in retrospective like there is nothing like a retrospective anywhere else that's the thing that's unique about agile uh to have uh, a ceremony um oh, pardon me is that forgive forgive me, forgive me. Uh, to have an event uh set aside where we um uh, uh examine ourselves you know the way that we were uh, rather than have somebody evaluate for us uh is very very special and i think it's probably the the, the single most important reason agile works so i've always been like from day one learning about retrospectives it's always been my number one focus and my number one you know like love of of conducting and doing is 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 good retrospectives mhm okay uh so uh, when when you said that you know uh, when you moved into agile way of working uh, and that is what you uh, definitely identified uh, the difference where uh, the traditional way of working uh, never had this so uh what really different uh, and uh, in in terms of observation right 
uh, we're talking about observation what really made uh, that think uh, you made you think about uh, okay this is a difference where retrospective brings in uh, how how do you see that helping out you or your team uh, basically uh, the, the repetition of, of how uh, rep, retrospective works is something that's very very important <laughs> that yeah usually usually people evaluate uh, how things went at the end of a, at, at the end of things like when they're ready to pack, pack it up in bed and put it away they uh, may take lessons learned and bring some, something else they have later on in life but that's not what a retrospective is a retrospective is we are going to learn how we're working as we're working we're going to figure out the ways um that we can be better as we're working and it's not somebody that's going to tell us how we're doing it's going to be us we are going to decide how we're doing and we are going to change these things and we're going to tweak things and we're going to become better than we even thought we could possible it it helps teams <laughs> under that understand themselves in ways um that allows them to achieve things uh far greater than they could as, as individuals or just as teams going down the road to the ability to evaluate and pivot and change on the team level is is essential I'm I'm like I said I I I keep repeating this I love retrospectives absolutely That's an amazing point uh, Philip that you mentioned that it's not that someone else is doing that evaluation and uh, telling you that what is right and what is wrong it's us uh, as a team uh, doing for ourselves that's a a uh, wonderful way of uh, looking at uh, the retrospectives so now when we talking about the retrospective and its importance right so uh, can you uh, tell us uh, one of uh, your uh, or maybe few uh, techniques that you implement uh, for your teams as a part of a retrospective yeah i i i certainly can and this is probably the the the, the thing that i'm most excited about um one of the things i do that that is a little different um is I mean everyone everyone that holds a retrospective uh, the, the idea and the goal is to have an open and a safe space uh where people can collaborate together and can be honest and can be uh um uh, can really really talk to each other about the things the team needs wants uh in an environment that where everyone can listen. So um I've been I'm kind of a geek in nature uh my entire life I've been telling these collaborative stories whether it be you know um, Dungeons and Dragons as a kid or just like sitting around writing I've always loved like living in the imagination so so the things that I've done for some of my teams is I write collaborative stories that last between 20 and 30 minutes um very very brief things I got I mean, I, I I'm very conscious cognitive that that uh retrospectives the time box event and we shouldn't you know we should not like we should keep it to a time box event we shouldn't have like hours and hours of like but having a 20 to 30 minute collaborative story that i lead um brings uh, brings the teams closer together um and so that's what i've been doing recently uh it started in one halloween where we uh, all decided we were going to tell a spooky story and it gave me an idea uh so we kind of ran it ran with it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so uh i have i have a different perspective or maybe you know this is always i i tend to get into 
when we talk about retrospective people talk about uh, techniques or you know uh, to to uh, come up with different techniques but is it really re- required to have a technique when we say you know uh, a technique a technique uh, or is it like focusing on what a retrospective is all about you know leave aside the technique part if you are if you are focused on the context or if you are uh, focused on the purpose that will serve you more uh, uh, be more fruitful for the outcome of it or a technique is still required to be to ensure that a retrospective is done in an effective way oh yeah a- absolutely uh, everything should be 100% like you know and you just say this with a caveat the ret- the point of the retrospective is to take accountability and ownership of their work um and find ways of of doing that better so if a team cannot benefit from a story they don't that or, or that week we don't need a story or that they, they you know we won't we won't use that uh, we will do the things that benefit the team uh in and of itself i i do find though that that in a lot of times these little 20 minute sessions um i will cater particularly a story to what is going on in the team that week i will write characters based on the team members um and i'll give them um just kind of like to give you an understanding of what i'm talking about i'll write the characters and i will um uh each character will have a couple of different little abilities right uh special abilities they will have to find an ability um and pair with one of their teammates to come to a different portion of the story so they'll have to find a solution to a problem that they are having in the, in the, within the story to get further so they have to learn to work together so if i have two teammates that are having problems work uh working together during a sprint they are certainly going to have something written to where they have to collaborate uh to be able to get through the story so um that's going to like i said but again uh the story's not the important thing what the important thing is is that we provide an environment for people to to grow and to learn uh this is just one of the ways absolutely true so it's like about um uh, whatever techniques or whatever structure uh, that an individual use as a scrum master uh, the focus should be in how it is effective uh, whether the purpose or whether the context uh, that we talk about uh, what are the outcomes how we are helping the team uh, you know uh, to improve uh, there on that is more uh, the focus should be so again what the full points uh, uh philip uh, uh uh i would i would like to you know uh, know from you uh what challenges do you see you know uh, when we talk about uh, retrospectives uh, as as a, a scrum master you know you face uh, in a retrospective i i'm sorry what uh, could you repeat the question you yeah, asked yes definitely so Uh my question was uh, as a scrum master you know uh, what challenges do you face uh, in a retrospective Yeah the, the challenges are pretty much the same if not even compounded more uh than the any other being um uh, the challenges are uh, you know uh, uh help them to help them have a position to listen and for those that undershare and 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 uh give them opportunities to to um speak up and 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 participate in those are the challenges that i find in pretty much any meetings it's a little compounded in the retrospective because we are not talking about work we are talking about them um and the way they are working 
Um, so, so you have to provide that that level of safety. They have to believe that they're okay. That this isn't going to get. They're not going to get fired. They're not going to feel anything like that. They have to feel like they're safe. Um, and like I said, taking them. Um, um, one, when I when I do these collaborative stories, uh, when I write a collaborative stories and, and spend 20 minutes uh, doing that, um, it brings them closer together, and it brings them. They're using their imagination. They're 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 closer together, and and so when it comes down to the nuts and bolts, and let's let's figure out how we're working, they're in a position where they're more open. Um, so that's the only reason I use that particular tool is is because it allows people open and be able to change things. Um, another thing, all of this, um, I get, I'm, I'm a big believer that at the end of a retrospective, you should have some action. Items. Like, these are things that we should change. Uh, so, um, creating those action items are easier um, when um, when we've already gotten used to solving problems. We've already spent 20 minutes solving problems. Now, now we're solving real problems. Um, and it gets it, easier for so. Okay. Oh, well, again, uh, so uh, Philip, you also touched base, or you you spoke about something related to story. Uh, would you like to talk more on that? What exactly uh, do you, uh, or would you would you like to elaborate it for our listeners? Uh, yeah, let me go ahead and start how how the first one started. <laughs> it was over Christmas. Um, so yeah, we, it's around Christmas time and everything like that, and um, uh, we have a team members that, that are that you know we're going to have a retrospective kind of before the holiday, before you know, everything is. We're going to take a little bit of break afterwards. And uh, this is the first story that I wrote, and everybody's excited. And I thought, what happens if uh, I write a story about um, um, somebody stealing the reindeer? And I'll make all the team members elves, and they will have all these little special abilities to be able to create and overcome these little obstacles by putting them away while they try and solve the case of finding the reindeer. Um, and so that's the story we told, you know. Like, um, and and like I said, each person, each little elf had two little things. One could sneak around in the dark. One could uh, motivate people and make people real brave. One could. And I put him in situations like there, so. There's there was five people in retrospective, ten special abilities. Each person had to collaborate with somebody else twice in different parts of the story to be able to overcome an obstacle. And so it was a little quick thing. We told the story, and I always make them quick. I always again like 20 or 30 minutes. Respect the retrospective. Respect the time. Make them quick. Make them interactive. Make them enjoyable. Um, and then um, go from there. And then they, at the end, they, uh, they 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 all saved Christmas. They found the reindeer, brought it back to Mrs. Claus, got Santa Claus out of the depression that he was in, and had a good conversation with Santa. And and and, and, and then we had a retrospective, probably one of the best retrospectives we ever had. Um, so so yeah, the, the, those are the kind of things I do. And then I tailor now for each retrospective I go to for each team. I tailor it to The individuals that are on that team, like if I, I tell you, if I have, I haven't ran into this yet, but if I have a team of people that love to fish, I'm going to tell a fishing story. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to tailor that. I'm going to tailor that story uh, based on the likes and dislikes of these teams. So, 
my job um, as a uh, scrum master, agile coach, or whatever position I'm at, to really get to know the people that I'm having to recognize. Um, and really get to know the things that I believe they might be able to work on and, 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 and excel in. So, so, that's an amazing yeah. point, uh, Philip. Uh, the way you uh, mold uh, the entire room towards your uh, towards you in terms of getting that highest collaboration. Just I think uh, the key over here is you just uh, weave some story, trigger it up for the team, and let them collaborate and build it up. And that not only just uh, enhances the collaboration. But also we get to understand each one's personality, right? Uh, because the way they are is how they are going to mold that story uh, in their own way and then they are going to build it up, right? So I think that's a, a wonderful way of uh, doing a retro. I am definitely going to try this one uh, with my team for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, the key is brevity. Um, in my opinion, it's, it, it's keeping it brief, keeping it, um, you know, keeping it very focused. Uh, I don't want to take, like I said, I want to be respectful because everybody, you know, the, the, everybody's a meetings all day, all the time and everything like that. Like, um, I, make it, you know, I, I want to make it productive. I want to make it useful. I want to make it productive. I want to make a little bit of fun. And then we can go on and do the rest of it. Like just, just have an uh, uh, an environment where we can be uh, learn to be a little bit more open and and, and sharing. That's the that's the important thing. So, and, um, yeah, like I said, and then we figure out what we're doing. You know, I mean, that, that's the, that's the funnest part is at the very end we get to figure out how we can be a better team, how we can how we could create better things, um, and we do so on an area we've just had a win. We just won our story. We just, uh, and so now we're, fo- that's that's the focus of the retrospective. How are we going to win this next sprint? What are we going to do to get better? Um, we, uh, we just did it. Anyway, yeah. I, I, I like it. Absolutely, absolutely true about that, uh, Philip. Uh, but you also mentioned something uh, related to, you know, in the discussion that uh, it's all about them. Uh, so when you say them, it's like about people right when we uh, it's about people the people we are uh, talking to day to day the people we are discussing all day to day so how how do you see you know uh, retrospectives are more about people uh, processes and not all about the work that we do right would you like to talk more on that yeah that's a that's a longer deeper subject um yeah the people is what really make agile work um you know, it's not, it's not, you know, there's all sorts of different ways you could choose to do the actual work itself. Uh, but having the people are in the central of everything should be in Agile. Like uh, the number one person in Agile is the person who wants, needs, or commutes the product. Um, the customer, uh, user. That That's the person that everything is for. Like that's the reason we're doing this. We are, we are creating something that can be of use, that has value. Um, the second person, the, the, the second people, people are the people that create that thing. They're the ones that everything should be focused around because they're the ones that have the knowledge, expertise, and actually know how of actually what. Uh, so having um, um, an agile team, having teams like uh, focus on the people doing the work for the people who need the work uh, is something that I, I'm, I'm, I, that's what drew me to agile more than anything. 
Um, and that's what excites me about, you know, that's what excites me about, about Scrum or any kind of Agile. Okay, so that's a wonderful point, uh, Philip, uh, that you mentioned that people are at the core, right? I mean, that's what uh, even uh, Alistair Coburn also talks about, right? Heart of Agile. So people are at the core of everything. So it's not that work can be, uh, work gets done. It's the people who do the work. That's so important for us to understand that uh, people are very, very important in this entire uh, the way of uh, working and that's what uh, is comprised of. This team is comprised of people and not resources, if we may uh, say so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, before letting you uh, go, Philip, uh, we would also like to have uh, tips or uh, some suggestions or advice from you for the aspiring Scrum Masters uh, about conducting the effective uh, way of uh, retrospectives. Okay, uh, aspiring scrum masters, go and steal this idea, please. Um, take this idea if it's useful for you. Um, if not, come with an idea that you know, come up with an idea that is useful. Like what? At, meet your teams in the positions that they're at and do the things to serve your teams that is the most beneficial possible. Create an area that's open, right, for people to be able to examine their behaviors their outputs, their work styles, create that environment that is open. I find the collaborative storytelling is a perfect for me. Um, if that's not perfect for you, find a way to meet the people where you're at. Also, get to know, uh, if you're a new Scrum Master, um, I, I keep watching these things that, that say the most important things. Here's 12 questions you need to ask your first week as a Scrum Master, and it's always like, what processes are you using? How long is your cycle time? What is your, uh, you know, like um, how many, uh, how, how long does your product backlog stay? You know, how many, uh, you know, all those are great. They're, they're great answers. And you're gonna, you're gonna get to know that very quickly as a new Scrum Master, right? Those are not the important questions. The important questions is find out um, who your new teammates are. Who's on your team? What's their favorite book? Okay, what is there, what are they watching on TV? What are the things they like? What are the things that motivate them? Because if you are not in a position of trust, if you are not in a position of trust, you have no ability to make any changes whatsoever. So it doesn't matter what process. So figure out a way of, of making your team trust you and do that by serving. So those are my, uh, those are my, those are the things, that, the, the advice that I have for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, two points, uh, Philip. So just to add to, or maybe you know, uh, to summarize it, like, uh, is it good to say that uh, give an environment which is psychologically safe for them, uh, in terms of trying to understand them individually, and then trying to know them more as a group, how they operate as a group, and then try to see how that will help them. Uh, create an environment for themselves to be open enough where when when they are open they trust each other and then they are transparent to share their shortcomings even if it is challenging each other uh, you know uh, move in the right way yeah absolutely I, I, I can't agree with you anymore but you know like I said you, you get to know the individuals get to know the team because uh, those, those are also two different things you know like um 
the dynamics of how people work together and what they get together are different than how they are individually. Um, so giving you know who your team is and what motivates your team is just as important as getting to know the individual. But it starts with getting to know the Amazing, uh, amazing, uh, Philip. Uh, I love uh, your technique of uh, creating a story. I, as I mentioned, I'm definitely going to try that one with my teams and I'll let you know how it works for me. I'm sure that uh, all of us uh, love stories, right? And we uh, we have been uh, brought up uh, like that, uh, listening to stories, be it uh, the form of poetry or bedtime stories or whatever. So what better way to... Uh, bring people together and collaborate uh, than stories, right? So, thank you so much, Philip, for doing this uh, with us and thank you so much for coming over. Uh, we are really, really uh, happy having you today. Thank you so I, much. I, I, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, I've really enjoyed this conversation and you know, I, anytime on recording or off, I'd, I'd love to keep it up. So, thank you. Thank you very much. listeners for listening to us patiently we will meet you again with new episode till then if you like this podcast please do like share and subscribe to our podcast channel the podcast by acrt